Hey everyone, and welcome to the 2023 Sifted Video Game League Fantasy Draft, where myself, Shane Satterfield, takes on Matt Kyle every year in a head-to-head -head competition. Just like fantasy football, Matt and I take turns drafting video games, and at the end of the year, we add up the scores that are the aggregate scores for each game from Metacritic.com, and we compile it and aggregate it into one total score. Whoever has the highest number of points wins. Now, the caveat is that if you pick a game that does not release this year, you get a zero for that game. However, over the last couple years, we've created a safety net, so to speak. We now allow ourselves to pick two alternate games that can slide in to replace scores that get a zero. And what we've learned after playing this, this is now our ninth year of doing this, and we are the first ever video game fantasy league. We are the first ones to ever do this. It's amazing to see how the idea has caught on over the last nine years. Now you see everybody doing it, uh, but we are the OG video game fantasy league draft. This is our ninth year, and over time, we've learned that the alternates help, but what you really need to do is be conservative because generally the person who wins this is the person who has the most games come out. Let's mm -hmm. be honest. That's usually how it shakes out. We're both equally good at picking the games. Yeah, even if a game gets a 60, yeah, it's, still it's not better a zero. than nothing <laughs> for sure. Um, so, anyway, that's how our draft works. I picked, la or I picked first last year, so Matt gets to pick first this year. Um, and also, I should note, before we get going here, we have now launched your very own Sifted Fantasy League called the Sifted Fantasy Challenge. It is live right now. If you go to sifted.net, there is, well, there will eventually be something in the header that you can click on that'll take you to enter. But also right now, there is an article on the homepage that should be pinned to the top of all your sifts that will walk you through the process. And all you're doing there is you're just picking 10 games. There's no alternates in the Sifted Fantasy Challenge. And you're also playing against hundreds of other people where in our league, it's just Matt and I. But again, I would just say that when you make your picks for the Sifted Fantasy Challenge, be conservative. Try to pick games that you know are gonna come out because nobody ever wins the Sifted Fantasy Challenge unless all 10 of their games get released. So again, be conservative. I would also say you might wanna wait to do your entries until you watch Matt and I draft because we've already been through the whole process. We've already sorted through all the games and we give a little explanation for each pick to give you an idea where our logic was when we were deciding to pick what game we decided to pick. So that's pretty much it. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're interested in entering the Sifted Fantasy Challenge, down in this description, there is a link. There is one caveat. The only requirement to enter is you have to be a registered user of Sifted because the interface is tied into our website. So you have to register at sifted.net before you enter the challenge. That's one thing. The other thing too is that if you're a paying patron at, at uh, patreon.com slash sifted, you win, you win two free games. If you are not a non-paying person, you're just a basic user to Sifted, you only win one game if you win at the end of the year. So incentivizing people who help us and support us financially is what it's all about. And with that, I think we're ready to get going. And I think you guys can all guess already what the first pick of the draft is gonna be. Much to my chagrin, I have drafted this game, is it three years in a row or two? Three, I think. Is it yeah. three years? I drafted this game for three years thinking it was coming out, and it never did. And he always picked it first, and he could have picked it fifth. Yep. Because I never was going to do it. <laughs> and so the year that it finally is going to come out and we get a release date, I do not get to pick first. So, Matt, what is your first pick 
in the Sifted 2023 video game fantasy draft. Zelda. Zeruda. Yep. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the first overall pick in this year's draft. Like top tier of the kingdom. Yeah, I can't imagine that anybody would leave this off of their list. No. So if you're in, if you're in the sifted video, this, video is, a, this fan, is an easy ninety five plus probably. I mean, whether it deserves it or not, I think that's definitely at least that. Like, I think it's gonna do probably way better than that, honestly. But there's only so much way better you can do. But yeah, um. What was it? 98 would make it uh, rated higher than Ocarina. So. Would it? I think, I think Ocarina's average on Metacritic is 97, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, this game definitely gets like the Zelda bump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Nintendo bump. Um, Mike's Q says, I hope it gets an 87. <laughs> uh, Ashes in the Hourglass says, Ocarina of Time is at 99 mm. still. So, yeah. It still has some work to do um, to be able to beat that. But. It probably has a really good chance because Breath of the Wild is at what nine point seven, something like that. It's up there. This is the safest pick you can make. Um, if I would pick first, well, this, this would be my pick <laughs> this year. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's the high. You know, it's going to score the highest any year that it's released. So that's why it was always worth the risk because once we started having the alternates, then it was okay. You could pick it, and then. You know, if it didn't come out, you just slide in one of your alternates, provided that one of your other games, you know, also mm. wasn't delayed out of the out of the year. So um, I kept drafting it every year. And I was like, if it doesn't come out, then I'll just use one of my alternates to replace it. And that worked for two years. It didn't work last year. I ended up having too many games fall out and I got burned by it. So anyway, after three years of drafting this game, Matt gets to swoop on in and draft The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom as the first overall pick in the draft. Um, okay, wait a minute here. Um, I can't seem to get the camera to come back. <laughs> Unfortunately. Zelda has taken over the stream. <laughs> yeah, I seriously can't get our camera to come back. That's odd. Oh, here we go. All right, we're back. All right, now it's time for my first pick of the 2023 draft. And I have to admit... It was hard. It took me, what, like, probably 10 minutes to come back with my pick? Yeah, but you always do that. It's a, I pick. Our, lo- it takes longer for me to pick than you, yeah, for sure. Our drafts are always like, like, I type in a thing, and then I go do something else for 15 minutes, and then Shane says a thing, and then I type in my next one. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I generally take longer to make my picks nah, than Matt. It, it takes about two hours. Did, it didn't take that long this time, though. Almost. Really? Like we started at four and we finished around five forty. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's so like an hour and a half, I guess. Um, this the, probably doing this draft won't take that long here on the stream, which is the funny part. Um, I really struggled with this one because the game that I picked, I'm not even. I feel like it could either get a ten or a five. You could have picked this one a couple rounds later, and I wouldn't. Have really? I don't trust this one. Really? In reviews? No, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. Interesting. For the same reason, it's my most anticipated game. Because it's such a big X factor, such a big question mark, it's an unknown quantity. I think it's a risky pick, but also you have you had you have to do it. Like it's got you got to have it. Well, you tell me you wouldn't have picked it right. Well, anyway, I my, would not pick, have. my pick is Starfield. Um, again, I feel like this game could end up getting a ten, or it could end up getting a five. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a like, buggy. I, def- I definitely see a world where this is an eighty. 
An eight? Like an 80 overall on Metacritic or something. Here, so here was my conundrum, Matt. I'll be honest with you. After Zelda, I felt like every game could be an 8.5 to an 8.9. Mm-hmm. Almost every game in the rest of this draft, I felt like, could come in anywhere around there. And so my idea was, it's your most anticipated game. If I pass on Star... I, I still don't believe that you would have passed on Starfield with your second pick. I would have. I'm, you think the, your, what you have for your second pick, you would have picked over it? 100%. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Um, I swung for the fences here because I do feel like Starfield is the only other game coming out this year that has a chance to score as high as Tears of the Kingdom. It probably won't. But I feel like it's the only one that really has a chance to. So um, my pick was Starfield again. I'm not even 100% sure it comes out this year, Matt. It could also oh, come out this year. I don't know, man. I, think, yeah. I don't trust it. It'll I don't trust out. it at all. It'll come out this year. We'll I, see. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my, my percentage belief that it will come out this year is higher than its eventual Metacritic score. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but again, it could be like a real, it could get tanked. Like it could, it could literally. It could, could launch as a disaster. It could, or it could launch as a, as a, a pick. It could launch as a disaster like Cyberpunk did and still get like and a still 95. still get like a 90 yeah, something. Yeah. You're right. Yep. So anyway, I did pick Starfield with my first yeah. overall pick, second overall pick in the draft. This is something. Oh, the other thing I should have mentioned too about the Sifted Fantasy Challenge is your picks are weighted. So the mm-hmm. order that you pick games in the Sifted Fantasy Challenge matters. So pick your ringers first because you get multipliers that are that lower as you go. So like the first multiplier is like 4x or whatever for your first pick. And then it goes to like 3.75x or whatever. Mm-hmm. It goes down as you go. So pick the games that you think are going to score the highest first. Just a caveat there. Um, so the strategy with this draft is a little bit different than what you guys are going to do in the Sifted Fantasy Challenge. But I think we can still give you guys a good idea of where we value these games in the spectrum. So, okay. Matt says that this next game, he would have picked over Starfield no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that game is... Spider-Man 2. Spider Marvel Spider-Man 2 from Insomniac. I think there is. It's def, I think this one's definitely coming out, and it is. Um, I think it'll be an improvement on the last one. It may not break the ninety barrier. I don't know. Like, for, I think the first one got underrated. It ended up being an eight point eight. Yeah, which I think is low. Probably. Um, but uh, I think this one might step it up and and break that ninety barrier. Um, it, was, it should be better. I think Insomniac so. doesn't generally make worse games no. as it goes. No. <laughs> So yeah, I think this is uh, you got. I think this is a necessary pick, and I trust it way more than I trust Starfield. Interesting. So, I mean, I can understand a certain perspective because I also I trust Insomniac more than I trust Bethesda. Mm-hmm. So I can understand that perspective on some level. I just don't. I think. I guess my point is, if both games nail it, Starfield's going to score higher. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, but there's know, less risk. But I know what I'm betting on. There's less risk with Spider-Man yeah. for sure. Like I would have probably picked Starfield third or fourth. Yeah. But you know, I didn't know. I, I didn't know what you're going to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, it's a great pick. I mean, it's a solid. You're right. It's going to score at least an 8.5, probably a nine, mm-hmm. would be my guess. And I don't think anyone's going to complain and say that it didn't deserve it either. So um, there you go. Third overall pick, Marvel's Spider-Man Two. And for my next pick, I really struggled with this one. This was the longest pick for me as far as mm-hmm. spending time. Um, because, again, I felt like after Zelda, I felt like every game, there was tons of great games that are coming, but all of them I could, felt like could score anywhere from an 8 to a 9, anywhere in that range. And there was really mm-hmm. no way for me to tell 
which one was going to get the 8.8 versus the 8.4. I really started struggling like right away in this draft. It's almost like there's too many good options versus last year where I was like, I ended up with like Babylon's Fall. There's a lot of options that are, there's no clear best pick. Yeah. Like you're just sort of like, you're going to be like, oh, I picked this and it was an 85, but if I picked the other thing I was going to pick, it was an 87. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, you know, sometimes it can come down to that, that amount of points in the end. So this one might be controversial, and I'll be interested to see what you guys say in the chat about this one. Um, oh, people are already guessing what I'm going to pick. Resident Evil or maybe Star Wars from C-Note 51. You're wrong on both, which may be bad for me because I picked Diablo 4. And <laughs> so the last Diablo you, 3. You could also pick this one later, just so you know. Really? Yeah. I was, this was not on my I'm shows. I'm really curious to hear how you've decided that there's other games that are way better than Diablo 4. Well, I don't know about that way, are left. I don't know about way better, but I don't trust it because I think it's going to have a it has a bunch of anti-consumer stuff in it. And does it? It does. Cuz people don't know that yet. They know, but they've been hinting. So, so let me just I, tell the, you my process al- here. But there but there's also like the, the tw- again, there's always a cyberpunk effect where this could come out and be a horrible disaster with another equivalent of the auction house from Diablo 3. But that generally isn't reflected in reviews because reviewers don't know that shit. Right. Like, they don't ding things for that. So, on the other, on one hand, I'm like, this could be... And on the other hand, even if it is, usually the reviews don't reflect that. So, like, that's what, that's what we're betting on is the Metacritic score. So, like, it might not matter. Like, I, I think Diablo 4 might turn out to be kind of a train wreck in some ways. But I don't, I don't know if that is. matters in the reviews. <laughs> like, it may not, that may not be reflected in the Metacritics. Well, let me go through my process with this. So, again, this pick, I spent the most time. I actually went and did research before I made this pick. I probably should have done it before the draft, but I figured we started early. I had enough time. So, I went and did research on this. And I almost didn't draft it here because I thought you were going to do exactly what you just said. Think that they're going to put microtransactions in there and not pick it till later. But as I started researching it, they're not. Like, they have learned the lesson from Diablo Immortal. I read five previews from fans of Diablo, and they were all glowing. Literally, from... October or September of last year, they sent out, like, builds to people to play. We didn't get it, which sucks, but other people did. All glowing, like all of them. But even those would say at the end, and we're a little nervous that because of what happened with Diablo Immortal, that there might be shady monetization practices or whatever. Mm-hmm. They always had that caveat in their previews, but otherwise they were effing glowing. Like literally like God tier Diablo. So the Diablo 3 is like an 8.9 or a 9. Like I'm very, I feel good about this pick. I'm not nervous about it at all. Um, I They would be idiots to put that monetization in there that they had in Diablo Immortal after the the feedback that they got from that mobile game. Um, Also, mobile different than mainline Diablo. So I am very confident that this game is going to be really good and that people are going to really like it. But I still think there's going to be people who are going to be like, yeah, but they screwed me with the last blah, blah, blah. Those people are going to be out there. But ultimately, that's not going to affect the critics who review this game. I think it's going to get a really high Mm -hmm. score. So for me, Diablo 4 was my second pick. Um, let's see what the, the chat says about that. Um, Arabus says that's going to score fine. The microtransactions are fine. Nothing like the mobile versions. Taking the best of three and slap the presentation of two on top. It's going to do good. Thank you. 
I like to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, Matt. I'm just not betting, willing to bet. Wasn't willing to bet on it this early in the picks because of that concerns about you know what they might do with it, with little things we might not know about yet, mm-hmm. and the fact that nobody fucking likes Blizzard anymore. Yeah. So. No, you're right. I mean, there is that element to it. Yeah. Like, there's a negative. Like, again, but like I said, I was considering this game, and I'm like, Matt is going to focus on that. The negative sentiment towards Blizzard. And I almost mm-hmm. let it slide to get it later. But you again, as I started looking through all the games that are available, I'm like, this one to me is the surest one to get a high eight. Like, there's dozens of games that are going to score eight or higher. You'll see as we go through this draft, all of them are. Is that we're not trying to find a seven in the tenth round like we usually mm-hmm. do in this draft. Like that's just not how it worked out. So um, I, I kept looking down the list of games that were still available, and I was like, man, to me, this one is the most sure that's going to score the eight point five or higher. But we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Matt, what was your third pick in the sifted draft for twenty twenty three? Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yep. Not surprised that Matt would err on the side of Star Wars here. First game was my game of the year. The year it came out. I was surprised to go back and look at its Metacritic, however. Like, dude, the first game's Metacritic was, like, in the sevens. Yeah, it didn't do tremendously well. I was shocked to see it that low. Yeah, it'll. It, I think this one will do better. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree a thousand percent. And if you wouldn't have picked this here, I would have picked it next. So you, you make the right pick by picking it here. Um, I think a seven whatever for the first game is low. Not obscenely low, but low for... Yeah, that was that's low. But low from my perspective, based upon what I played. Um, so what made you pick it here at the third spot? Um, I just think it's going to be a... Uh, I think it's going to be a solid mid-eight. And um, I know it's coming out. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's there's very little doubt. Yeah, this already has a release date. It's coming yeah. out, what, March 26th or something? something like that. Is that right? March 26th, March 22nd. Somewhere around there. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Soon. I mean, boys and girls... The beginning of this year is going to be awesome. Like, once we get through the next week, from then on until, like, May, it's just awesome. There's just so many great games coming out pretty much every week, and this is going to be one of them. And like I said, if you hadn't picked it here, I would have. Um, so I think if you really wanted it on your squad, you made the right decision by picking it here. Um, but, yeah, coming out soon, and we won't have to wait long to see. And a lot of these games in this draft, by the way, are coming out in the first half. We, yeah. I feel like we both really erred on the side of caution this time. Yeah, the only ones I, I – I didn't pick anything that I wasn't 100% sure about until the last two. Yeah, and that's where I got a little funky, too, because I'm like, hey, I got the alternates here. I can swing for the fences a little bit and see if something will pay off. <coughs> okay, so that was Matt's third pick, and now it's my turn for my third pick. And this one – I'm a little nervous that it may not come out this year, but we'll see. And that is Baldur's Gate 3. And I'll just be honest with you, Matt. The only reason I drafted this is because you drafted it last year. And after you drafted it last year, I went and checked it out. And I was like, hot damn. Like, if you go and you look at the user scores for this game on Steam right now... It, they're like mm-hmm. I've never seen user scores as high as they are for this game. It's been very well received overall. It has been... Um uh some been some up recent updates that people didn't like so much but like it's still holding pretty well if this is uh, this is the first thing you pick that i would have picked next okay so this would have been the next thing i picked if you hadn't picked it and um so this game is in its early access is getting just rave reviews from not mm-hmm. just the fans but also from critics who have covered the game so far again my big x factor for this is does it come out this year I think it does. Because you drafted it last year. We kind of thought it would, it's and then it didn't. For, it's currently slated for August. It is. Um, I think I think it will make it. They, I mean, it's, it's, it's a year and a half late Yeah. Uh, if it does. But, like, 
it's coming along. Like the last update really fleshed some things out. They got like one more class to add. Mm-hmm. I think that's coming in the next couple months. Like it, it's it's. I think it's about time. Like it might not make August, but I think it will make you know, November. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to get a little nervous, Matt. <laughs> That's the only downside about it is that yeah, it's early access, so it doesn't have a lot of pressure to come out because it's already sold itself to a lot of the people playing it. It's true. I will note that I I uninstalled a bunch of stuff from my old PC in preparation for the new one mm-hmm. yesterday, and when I uninstalled Baldur's Gate, it took me to a, a a web survey asking why I was uninstalling it. Oh geez, and if I was disappointed in it, and what oh. I'm like, no, I'm just moving to a new new PC. I'll, yeah, I'll put it back on there. Don't worry. Yep, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if this does come out, I think getting this in the third slot is a, is good. Like I think it'll probably score around a nine. I'll take that in the third slot all day, every day. Um, so if it does come out, I think I hit a winner. But I'll say this, because of this pick, I played it way more conservative for the rest of the draft because this was always in the back of my mind that this may not make it out this year. So mm-hmm. it did affect how I made picks later on, and it may hurt my team because in some cases, instead of like going for the higher upside game, I picked the game that I thought was going to score lower, but I was more sure was actually going to release this year. It's just all a part of the strategy that you go through when you do these drafts. And the other part of it, too, is trying to figure out whether Matt is going to take it next, which you just said like you were going to take it next. So now it's good for me to hear that I took it there because Matt would have taken it and I would have never got it. So that's all the strategy of the head-to-head draft. You guys don't have to worry about that so much when you're doing your Sifted Fantasy Challenge, but I do know that some of you guys do do some head-to-head leagues, so just something to keep in mind as you go forward. Uh, all right, Matt, what was your fourth pick in the draft? Final Fantasy 16. I was surprised by this one, Matt, uh, because you are generally a Final Fantasy hater. <laughs> I am, but that doesn't mean I don't recognize that these terrible fucking games get 80s and 90s from the brain-dead reviewers that seem to love them for some reason. Yeah. Um, look, if Final Fantasy VII Remake can get the scores it got, this thing should get something through the fucking roof. Yeah. Um... I, I also like this is uh, right after that that time the when we did our rundown of Sony stuff with all that somebody put out a um, it was like a choose your side thing and it showed like Final Fantasy six and then it showed the way the team split into two yeah, I and, saw that yeah one, I sent it to you yeah like one one team went over here and did Final Fantasy seven eight and like 10 and 13 and all these other things and the other side went did final fantasy tactics final fantasy 9 vagrant store basically all the ones i like were on the right side and all the <laughs> bad ones i don't like are on the left side and at the bottom of the right side is final fantasy 16 because uh, that's that team okay so this is the team i like so i think i probably will like this one but i, I, I also I... think it's going to score very well because it looks amazing visually. And, I agree. and look, if Final Fantasy XV get the scores it got, this thing should be able to blow this out of the water. As I said on last week's Game Face, I think this game is going to surprise people. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to be like, oh, it's going to suck. Final Fantasy sucks now. Yeah. And, and then it, I think it it's going to blow it, their doors off. It has some of the same writers as the, as the Final Fantasy XIV content that gets yeah. reviews all the time. Like, this. This might be finally a Final Fantasy we can all get behind. I haven't been this excited for a Final Fantasy in I don't know how long. Since nine? Yeah, but I, I think the review, I think it's going to review. I'm not kidding. Ex- exceptionally well. Yeah, I think that's a good pick there. Um, I I would have taken it next, but I was surprised to see you pick it there. But that just also shows you I that put Stranger of Paradise on my own. You did. I, I, I was by the way to hate that game. in the same slot. Yeah, you also picked it fourth last year. That's right. Where that's right. That's where the Final <laughs> Fantasy goes. That's true. It's so funny that you hate that franchise, but you've drafted it the last two years in a row because it just shows you it's not about what you we think about the games. 
It's what we think other people are going to think about the games. You're you're trying uh-huh. to bet on what kind of score they're going to get yeah, aggregate. Like a, it's like the constant argument I have around Oscar time where I do my Oscar bets and people are like, oh, you think that's bet? I'm like, no, I don't. I think yeah. it's going to win. That I hate the movie. I think that I just movie know is other the people like it. Yeah. It's funny how people I have are. no opinion on Banshees of Insurance, but I think it probably might win Best Picture. Yep. Yep. Uh, I would so, pick Everything Everywhere All at Once, but it doesn't seem to have much of a shot. Yeah. Although it I, did win in the Critics' Choice. We'll see. Yeah. If Final Fantasy 16 has been fine under your radar, I think it may be time to start paying a little bit of attention to it. Also, it's guaranteed to come out. It is. Yeah. It also, so, also already has a release date in has June. has a release date in June, and even yep. if it slips, it'll come out it'll by make the end it of the year. It'll make plenty of time. Yep. So you're good there as well. Uh, if you're going to pick it for your Fantasy Challenge, it should be a pretty safe pick. Um, okay, up next, my fourth pick. I saw somebody say that Shane better have good alternates. So, so far, it doesn't seem like people like my yeah. picks. <laughs> my fourth pick, and this one's a little risky, too. I'll be honest. I don't, think it's, I don't see a need for alternates on yours so far. Really? I mean, Baldur's Gate 3, maybe, but Diablo 4 and Starfield are coming out. There's no question. Maybe they just think that my games suck, but maybe, the yeah. alternates the only alternate matter if they don't that. come out. Yeah, they yeah. only help if, if it drops out. Yep. So, my fourth pick is... Assassin's Creed Mirage. Another game that I'm not 100% sure is going to come out this year, Matt. I mean, God, that would be a big delay, wouldn't it? I mean, here, so here's what has me... It was supposed to be Q1 originally. Right. I don't know. If, I, will, I mean, with all the stuff Ubisoft just did, who got? Who fucking knows? I'm feeling pretty good about it because not only that, it was supposed to come out in Q1, and now it's probably coming out in Q4. There's no hard release date for it yet, but it's a pared-down Assassin's Creed. It's going back to the old way with more of a linear style, more story-driven, more assassination-driven. Mm-hmm. It should be much easier to make than this gigantic 70-hour sprawling open-world yeah. action RPG. Yeah, this this was definitely on my list, but like I, we just don't know enough about it. I wasn't sure enough about it. I can't remember the last time an Assassin's Creed didn't get at least an 8.7. So, mm-hmm. with a smaller game where they can be more focused on it, I would assume that the quality of the game would go maybe a smaller game comes out and they think it's less impressive. It's yeah, true. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it was too much of an X factor for me to pick this early, but it was on my list. Well, it's the fourth round. We're in yeah. the middle of the draft at this point. I think to get an Assassin's Creed fourth I think, pick is pretty good. I think your next pick is a better pick than this. Yeah? Okay. And in we'll fact, see. Uh, we'll talk about that on your next pick. But your next pick annoys me because i forgot about it oh you'd forgotten it was coming yeah. out this year got you um but i'm happy with this pick here like i in years past you would never get that year's assassin's creed yes that's first three picks mm-hmm. every year the new assassin's creed in this draft it has always been that way yeah but this is just different it's just it's a new it's a new it's not new it's a go it's going back to the old style but i don't i just don't know I'm not, I'm not sure how my problem with this one isn't that i don't think i'm gonna like it or that it doesn't look good my problem is i don't know how the reviewers are going to react to it yeah you're right they could revolt and say this is a cheap way to do the franchise after you've done it this other way all along yeah I, I have a I, feeling which i doubt i would agree with me too like, who knows there could be the opposite though it could be like this who is knows the way they- these damn kids <laughs> it's hard to tell they're barely as old as the franchise <laughs> reviewing them now <laughs> that's true yep uh, so anyway my fourth pick is assassin's creed mirage i have no regrets about that i saw someone say all. that they read I, it was a mo- an anime movie i saw and it was based on a manga and somebody was in the comments saying like oh i used to read this manga when i was a little kid and it's amazing to see it's a movie now and the manga came out in 2010 <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> going to go walk into the sea now. Uh, Congren brings up a good point, though. Ubisoft has to nail it. Because if they it, really if do. This, if this game isn't good, they are so effed. Yeah. They are so effed. 
Um, and I like the, the trailer that they put out for it so far. Like, it's been intriguing. And I like the characters that they're going to focus on for this game. So yeah, I'm excited like for it. We'll see if everybody else is. And we'll see if they actually deliver on I'm, it. I'm, I'm positive about everything in this game except my what I think about the review's reception. Like, I okay. just don't know. I just don't. I'm not saying it's going to be panned. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't know what the current crop of reviewers are going to think about this game. It's true. There's an X factor. Um, okay, we're on to our fifth pick. We're almost halfway through the draft. Matt, what did you yeah. take there? And to be fair, the same thing could probably be said about this one, too. Street Fighter VI. Um, yep, so I was looking at this one right around here, and I went back and looked at the reviews for Street Fighter V. And Street Fighter V, the OG version, was like a 70-something. Yeah, not go well. Then they did the arcade version that got like an 8.9 or whatever. Yeah. They are they are taking a lot more stuff into account on this one. The the community response to six has been almost universally positive outside of the art style, um, and uh, for, in general, people think the gameplay from the betas have have been very very good. So will that translate to the reviewer world though? That's a good question. I mm -hmm. don't know, but it has the potential with all of its extra like offline stuff and single player campaign, all the weird things are going on here. It has the potential to sort of break out of its usual fighting game reviewers look at it and think, "Yeah, that's fine." Kind of mold. Mm -hmm. And or or the single player campaign stuff could be so stupid that it undermines the whole thing and gets a 70. <laughs> I don't know. This but is it, your this was your one pick that raised an eyebrow for me. Mm -hmm. I was like uh, again, because looking at the the scores for Street Fighter V, it was like low 70s. Yeah. Street Fighter V scores have nothing to do with this game. Yeah. Street Fighter V was an acknowledged disaster on a number of levels, and Capcom is not going to repeat that. And having gotten our hands on this, on this one already, we know they didn't. Yeah. So it's that's fine. The question is going to be how do the reviewers receive it, uh, even though it's already considered to be a pretty good fighter and... Uh, uh, yeah, basically, uh, the fighting game community is ex very excited to not have to play five anymore. Basically, <laughs> like, everybody seems to like the concepts here and the, and the mechanics of this already more than anything five did, even after it got kind of you know tweaked and fixed. Mm -hmm. um, so the community really thinks it's great. We'll see what the reviewers think. That's again just like Mirage, bit of an X factor. Mm -hmm. But I think it deserves to be in there. However, if I'd remembered that uh, your next pick is eligible, I would have picked that. Okay. And then you said it, I'm like, oh, right. Damn. <laughs> so. um, okay. And my pick is... Hold on a second here. Got to adjust the scale on our cameras a little bit. And my pick is... Resident Evil 4 Remake. There's no way in hell I was going to forget about this game. <laughs> it's a remake of one of my favorite games of all time. I think somewhere in my time. head, I, th I think it was more that I dismissed it because it was a remake, and I forgot that we had put the old other Resident Evil remakes on previous mm -hmm. drafts. I was, yeah. I was discounting it because it wasn't a, quote, new game. Yep. I but really, that. it's so different, seems like it... You know, you, I don't think you can predict with exactness how it's going to be reviewed because it is going to be different. Yeah. Yep. They're fucking with a classic and it could backfire on them or it could be like a 95 like una this could be the highest rated latest pick in the history of this draft yep so i totally get it you're right it's a classic a lot of people love it just as much as i do and they could go in and just wreck it and then therefore suffer backlash people being pissed off it's my yeah. favorite game ever and you just ruined my favorite game ever what gives me some pause and a little bit of faith is how good the last two remakes have been Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, both of which scored 8.8 .8 or higher. Um, mm -hmm. Look, Capcom knows 
that this game is the highest scored Resident Evil ever. It, I really struggle to see how they could make such a stupid boneheaded mistake to screw this game up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I, we did both go to Capcom for the fifth. You're game, right. Weirdly Interestingly enough. enough, yeah, Capcom like right in a row there. Um, so you're right. It's a little bit risky, but it's starting with such a good foundation, and these other remakes have been so good that it's just hard for me to believe that it could be that bad. And again, this mm-hmm. is my fifth pick, so. If it gets over an eight, I'm cool. I have a feeling it's going to do better than that. And plus what we've seen so far of... I mean, I hope it does. What they've actually shown has been pretty awesome. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that pick there. Um, and I hope I'm right. Because if I'm wrong, I will be devastated if they ruin Resident Evil yeah, I'm, 4. I'm definitely not going to care about the fantasy draft score. If, right. If I care about the game. Yeah. Like, is the game actually good or not? It's the same thing as like playing fantasy football. People are like, oh... You play fantasy football where you're rooting for these players on these other teams. It's like, no, bro, I root for the Steelers first. Mm-hmm. Like, Steelers first, everything else after that. Same way with this stuff, with this fantasy. It's about the games first, winning the fantasy draft, totally extra tertiary. Um, Mr. Starwalker, how is it risky? LOL. Because they're remaking one of the greatest games of all time. More risk than Starfield, he's asking. Hmm. That's a tough one. That yeah, is tough. Yeah. About even. But I, I think say. the upside on Starfield is higher because it's not an old game. It's a new game. And I, I have a feeling yeah, critics I, tend to favor that a little bit more than... I will not... Actually, no. I will not be surprised if Resident Evil 4 gets a higher score than Starfield. Even Maybe just by a couple points. Yeah. But if they do Resident Evil 4 right, that should be like a 96. Yeah. If that happens, I'll be dancing in the streets. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I mean, you thought my Elden Ring second round pick was was a good payoff. This would be the best payoff. Yeah. This has the potential to be the best payoff in draft in, history in, in nine years. We'll see. We'll see. I like what you're saying, though. I like what everyone's saying that it's not as risky as I think. Um, uh, Texture Glitch says Resident Evil 4 is it in the fantasy challenge list on Sifted. Interesting. Well, if it's not on there now, it's too late. It's people have already filled out their ballots. We can't change the games that are available for somebody else to pick later if someone else was able to pick it. So if it's not on there, it's not going to be on there. So unfortunately, you guys are not going to be able to pick it in what the uh, Sifted Fantasy mean? Challenge. What? My problem is Resident Evil 4 was already third person, not as big as the other's remake. All the Resident Evils were third person until 7. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what saying. I don't know what that means. Nope, me either. Um, that is malarkey. That was going to be my number one pick when I got done here, Mike's Q. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, it's impossible for me to go through the list of hundreds of games and find one game that isn't there that should be there. I'm sorry. Like, it's just impossible. So, unfortunately, you're just going to have to deal with it. But everyone's in the same boat. No one else can pick it either. So... Um, it would be unfair if other people could pick it and you couldn't, which is what I would do would be would happen if I went now back and added it after people had already submitted their picks. So unfortunately we can't do it. So unfortunately, Resident Evil 4 remake is off the table for you guys. Um, okay, Matt, we're ready for your next pick. What is it? Redfall. Redfall. Did you pick this last year too, right? Yeah. Didn't make lower, it. but yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a good reason for this one. It just it just seemed like that kind of it seemed like about time to pick this thing that feels like it's probably going to get like an 82 or an 84. Yeah. And that you might go for it cuz I know you'd played it. 
But so you here's what like I was it. thinking during this draft is like you knew that I had played it and that I hadn't picked it yet. Mm-hmm. I thought you were just going to leave it. No, I thought it was coming. So I, I went for it. Okay. Um, although this, it, I think your pick in this round is better. Okay. I like what you're saying. <laughs> I like all these. Don't get me wrong. I still think I'm going to win. Okay. But I think you did better in the middle middle rounds. Okay. Um, so this is based upon what Arcane's, Arcane's history track record because their content. reviews, their games review high. Yeah. Well, the 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 preview the preview responses to their comments about Far Cry. Um, the, the, there's a lot of positivity around this one in the gaming press that I don't really feel is super justified, but yeah. if they're going to go that way, I, I'll take it, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and we know it's going to come out. Yeah. It has, it has most pretty much a solid release date, but really the thing is it's in beta and people have been in the beta for a while. Yeah, and it exists. Yes. You know, it's a finished, people it's pretty have much a finished it. game. It's real. Yeah. And... They're just polishing it now. So yeah, it's a safe pick there and you're right. I mean, when was the last time Arcane released a game that didn't score at least an eight five? What did ever, uh, what did Deathloop get? I mean, it was game of the year. Was it? For a lot of people, yeah. Man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. But that just shows you how you don't base these picks upon what you believe. Right. You have to base it on what you think other people are going to think of the game. So um, it's it's a mind game playing this for sure. You have to you're trying to guess what other people are going to think, and that is not easy to do ever. Uh, okay, now we're up to my next pick, and what is this? This is my sixth pick. Is that right? One, two, three, four. Yep, this is my sixth pick, and I'm actually really happy to get this here. Although I don't think it's going to do as well as the last one did. And that is Fire Emblem Engage. Most Fire Emblem games, mainline Fire Emblem games, do huge numbers. Mm-hmm. Like I'll 8. Be, 8. I'll be disappointed if this isn't at least in the mid-80s. I don't see any reason it shouldn't be. Mm, I don't know. Three Houses was like, it, it finished it like an 8.7 or 8.8. 8. And the previews for this, people are like, I really like it, but it's missing stuff. Mm. If people have come to expect the persona treatment yeah. the series that could the relationships the social el- the angles of it and that has been chopped out of here now they have bonk yeah <laughs> now they have <laughs> that re- is a very funny hit it is yeah, i don't know if they meant it's it like straight way. out of dragon's lair um now look pete the previews for this have said yeah it removes a lot of the social stuff from the last game but it also adds things it makes the actual combat in the game more strategic which May make it appeal to oh, me more as a game Currently, play. it's an 82. What? Fire Emblem's reviews went up today. No way! So currently, this is an 82. Oh, no! You're doing all right. But you picked it before the embargo went up. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the score's lower than I thought. Well, we'll see. It's not over yet. No, no. All the fanboys have reviewed it already. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to go down from here. So that's going to end up being a bad pick, then. I don't know. Six pick to get a seven-something? I think my pick, my next pick's worse. Really? It's, or riskier. I think it is. Okay. Um, I felt good about this pick when I made it last night, yesterday. Now seeing the scores, I don't feel so good about it. <laughs> uh, an 82, huh? Uh, Congram says that's a safe pick. It was a good safe pick in like the eight, the 9 or 10 slot. That's where I was. That's where I want like an 80, not here in the 6 spot. So I'm pretty disappointed to see that. And now you guys don't have to worry about it because... <laughs> You can't pick it, so you can just totally avoid what I just ran into. So that's a little disappointing. An 8.2, although I've probably had worse at the sixth slot. I'm an 8.2 there, and again, I do think... Zeros at the sixth slot. Yeah, right. I do think it will go down 
by the time we tabulate the scores at the end of the year, it'll probably be sitting at like a 7.8 or something by then. So we'll see. I'm still excited to play the game. It comes out here in like a week and a half. I, I don't know how I missed the review. They must have went up after I got prep done for the show today. But but yeah, so there you go. An 82 for my no, it's six an 83. Spot. It's going up. Oh, it's an 83. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thanks, Emperor Dread. <laughs> These games are big, too, so it takes a long time for a lot of the reviews to come in. Yeah, they'll be trickling in for a while. Yeah, so we'll see how it all ends up. But I still kind of was hoping for a higher score than that, considering, again, the last one got basically, it started out over nine three houses and then it came down over time to like an eight seven eight eight so i was hoping for more here but it is what it is all right maddie what's your next pick suicide squad suicide squad kill the justice league and i am game that i picked last year yeah i am more and more concerned that this might turn out to be an absolute disaster really especially after the leaks yesterday, oh right you mentioned on game I, didn't face. See, I didn't see until after we'd done the draft but i but yeah. now that i've seen what the story is Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Also, like, there's a people. One is there was a fake screenshot going around that was seemed to imply it had a battle pass and stuff. It doesn't have game as a service elements. Yeah, people keep saying it's a it game. It, the, the leak revealed it was a game as a service. It did. It it had it, but it they ripped them all out. And so that's why the game was delayed so many times. That's one of the main reasons it got delayed again was, and why we haven't seen much is because they had they stripped all the game as a service. There was no end game anymore. It just ends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, there's none of that. There's no like purchasable things like that. There might be like probably purchasable skins or something mm-hmm. like everybody does now. But as far as I am aware, there are no game as a service elements left. Yeah, anymore. me either. I didn't think there ever were. I think if that screenshot is either fake or very old. That explains why it's taken forever to develop the game. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not something you can just slide in and take out all willy-nilly. Yeah. The other thing that's disappointing to me is it did confirm that everybody just uses guns and it's just a shooter. Mm. Like there's, and in fact, apparently there were characters that were cut because they didn't use guns. They didn't have a gun. And they were like, and they wouldn't, DC wouldn't let them use a gun. Mm. So they're like, well, we don't want to design a whole new weapon just for this one character. So everybody's going to use guns. It's Borderlands, basically. Huh. It's not at all what I'm interested in, but like it looks really good. It's a beautiful Visual, game, yeah, technically, man. It looks Holy very crap. good. <laughs> it really and, is gorgeous. You know, it probably has a sense of humor that'll keep it interesting to play for someone who has to like burn through it and review it and mm. uh, you know, it's very presentationally impressive. Um, I and it's it is as much as I find like the summary of it to be, you know, too edgy five me um <laughs> it is sort of a different take and there's an element of like i can't believe they let them do that to these characters yeah and like that might you know give it an edge in the review scores so i'm kind of like i don't know this is either going to be like an 85 or a 62 Matt, i, really I was shocked know. that you picked this this actually was your pick that shocked me the most because you have talked trash about this game I forever have. but i but i am entirely ready to just be the weird one that hates the game everybody else loves <laughs> okay um, like i do not believe that my opinion on this game is very widespread i think most people are probably fine with it i just think it's absolutely not what i want yeah from, i thought i was gonna get DC this game stuff from rocksteady from any from a from a co-op game from anything like, i just don't care like i got i've drafted this game last year and it didn't come out yeah and i was hoping i could get it again and it, i didn't think you'd ever pick it i thought i could get it like eight or nine or even no, maybe I, even lower i'll be honest like part of this is just spite part of this is just like <laughs> part of this is just like I, i'm the like hate pick i'm just looking at you i'm looking at this game like I, this looks so terrible to me that it has to rate well yeah like it's like you know it was like stranger of paradise last year it's like this looks like the worst thing i'm gonna play all year but like 
I know these people are going to eat it up. I mean, kind of, Stranger Paradise did not rate actually very. It actually Stranger, did better than it should have. Still, it, it did, but it didn't <laughs> rate high. It didn't rate well enough to warrant the fifth, the, what right. was it, the fourth pick where you picked it. Yeah, I think it was like a seventy-six or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this that's still too high, by the way. Yes, it, absolutely. <laughs> For the game. So actually, your thought process was correct. Yeah, technically, it, got, technically it was overscored. Correct. It just wasn't just overscored enough to the scale you thought. It was even worse than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> really. But I think this this could get real good reviews. I don't know. I mean, look, Gotham Knights did pretty well for what yeah. it was too, and that game is a, that was probably overscored. That is a giant dead fish of a game if I've ever seen yeah. one. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of people online saying it's better than they thought it was going to be. I can't imagine what they thought it was going to be then, because that is. I mean, yeah, I, I guess that's not. That's true. I'm not surprised Gotham Knights is the way, the way it is, but I don't think it was very good. I would yeah. struggle to give it a seven. Yeah. Um, okay. But this probably is going to make a better showing, I think, yep. especially in a short-term review situation. Yeah. So if you followed these drafts closely or you followed our league closely last year and you're following this draft, you may have started to pick up on a trend here. And that trend is that Shane got burned by games last year, and so now he's trying to get them on his team this year so he can actually reap the rewards after getting yeah. burned last so year. So people are saying, like even El Guapo is saying about like, oh, talking about games. There is no game as a service stuff inside the Suicide Squad. They cut it all. That was the whole thing. They, they freaked out about Avengers. Yeah. That Avengers rea- that result. I saw someone say in chat there's cosmetics and that's it. Yeah, that's not I'm a game sure, as a service. No, stuff. that's not a gas. That's this just, isn't an ongoing game. Yeah, yeah, and like yes, the the menus do look like game as a service, but so does Gotham Knights, and that mm-hmm. doesn't have any of that in it yep. except for for, for outfits. I, I feel like every developer tried to make their game a game as a service, and then no, realized that, that there was a revolt, part and of, then they're like, "How do we get yeah. out of this?" Part of the leak <laughs> was literally Avengers made them realize they shouldn't do that, and so one of the delays was they were stripping out the game. They stripped out the end game that was supposed to keep you playing forever after the game ends. Mm. So the game has a different ending now. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think game as a service is a thing in this one. Okay. That one screenshot that says Battle Pass is fake, according to some chatter I saw on Twitter from people who should know. Okay. Gotcha. Um, All right, my next pick. I guess this is his uh, seventh pick, and as I was saying... My quest in this draft is to get all the games back that I drafted last year that, that did people, not come out. Look at that. People know. People know what's coming. <laughs> right there. Ashes in the hourglass. You guessed it, brother. My next pick is Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yep. <laughs> I thought about this one, but I decided to leave it, leave it to you. Now, here's the thing. So we still don't know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But last E3, it was announced that it was coming to Game Pass. And when that happened... It was also shared that it would be coming to Game Pass within a year. So, it should be coming out by June. Well, nope. This game is really late. It's insane how late this game is. It's been in development for like... It's it's literally been in development for like seven years, and it's a little indie Metroidvania. It's really bizarre. I don't think it's little anymore. No, it it shouldn't be. If it's taken this long to make it. But, man, the last game... And I think it's, it's Metacritic is still over a nine. So to get this here, I think that's great. Yeah, it's a it's a worthy risk. I just hope you don't run out of alternates. Yeah. I mean, I, it is so funny. I got burned so bad last year, and still I couldn't help myself this year. I still drafted some games that are a little dicey. Um, again, like you have a deal with Microsoft for this to come to Game Pass. It's hard for me to believe they wouldn't hit deadline. Or if they did miss it, miss it by like a month or two maybe, not like six months and get delayed out of the year. But I really thought this game was a lock for last year when I drafted it, and it wasn't. So 
It's an X factor. This is a risk worth taking, though, because, again, to get a nine point whatever or higher in the seven hole, that's a good draft pick. Yeah. So, Or it's going to launch alongside the next Switch in March next that year. That would be a complete nightmare. <laughs> but, again, there's a deal for Game Pass. So yeah. we'll see. At the same time, this is a pretty evergreen game. It is. No matter when it comes out, it's going to do very well. I'm just hoping that there's some kind of... They'd sign on the dotted line. Yeah, I, I think it's likely it makes it this year, but... I hope so, because it would really suck if it if I got burned by this one two years in a row as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously pretty famous for saying, this ain't coming, this yeah. ain't coming, this ain't... I, I, if I had to bet, I would say yes for this this year. It's, it just feels like it's a, it's got to be about time. I, hope and I, don't right. mean, I don't mean in terms of, oh, it's been so long. I mean in terms of what we've seen yeah. and the, how they've the talked announcements about that it, have been The made announcement about and... like, within the year. I mean, I can't. I don't know what would have happened that late. It feels like they must be in the polish stage. Like it, it, I don't know what would happen. I hope so. We'll see how Again, goes. not a thing that really feels like it should be that complicated it, or need to be reinvented. It's just sort of like it takes a long time to make it feel the way it needs to feel. <laughs> Nox Internet better have a good alternate, Shane. I keep seeing that over and over again. Mm. But you know what? People say that all the time about my teams, and I won two years in a row. So you guys always pick me to lose. I won two years in a row, and you all pick me to lose. So maybe I shouldn't put so much stock in what you guys are saying during our drafts. Mm. Okay, Maddie, what's your next? This is your eighth pick. We're getting down to it here. No, this is your seventh pick. Yeah. No, your eighth pick. Sorry. Eighth. Yep. I can't count anymore. Um, Forza Motorsport, or Forza Motorsport 8, or whatever the hell they call it. Who, That's a good pick. I mean, the... Has, I'll say this, though. I did go back and look at Motor- Forza Motorsport 7, and it didn't score that high. No. It was like a 7-7 seven, seven or something like that. Yeah, but this is pretty low, and it's also like, we don't know for sure it's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, this I is think you're pretty safe. Probably. I mean, damn, dude. Like, if this game isn't done for this year, like, there's something going on at Turn 10, if that's the case. Like, they've lost, like, a huge <laughs> influx of talent or something. rename them to Turn 11 at this yeah. point. <laughs> Um, this game to me is way overdue. I think it's a sure thing that it's coming out. Um, I, I am a little concerned though because the last couple entries of this series, the reviews started going down. But it could have been a case of like, oh, they're releasing this every other year and they're not adding enough to basically make that worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that could be part of it. It has been a long time now since Forza Motorsport 7. So, Vincent does point out that one of the reasons 7 was dinged was because it had a lot of microtransaction problems. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. That's a good point. And hopefully they've learned their lesson with this one and that will not be the case. And with their intricately rendered in-engine compartments that no one will ever see, oh, it's sure to get a 10. <laughs> you get an extra 0.5 for every piston. <laughs> That's actually rendered. Every piston you believe is real. <laughs> that you believe is real. <laughs> Because that's really all that matters, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's a good pick there. I mean, when we get to the 8, 9, 10 spots, you're really just trying to find games that you know are going to score an 8 or higher, yeah. generally. Like last year, it was score 7 or higher. This year, mm-hmm. more games to pick from. I was just trying to shoot for a solid 8 getting to these picks. So I think that's a great spot there for it. I think it makes perfect sense. And I think that game's going to score really high. So I think that's a good job on your part. My next draft pick... This one was the hard one. <laughs> I think I wrote to you, oh crap, Hogwarts Legacy. I had a problems picking this game for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. The cultural side of it. Yeah, you, the, you, were ne- I, you were safe on this one. I was never going to want this bullshit on my team. I didn't know, but it already got to like pick eight, and I was like, 
I think the game's going to score probably pretty high. The previews for this have also been pretty much glowing so far. I mean, now, Pete, I'll yeah, say I w- this. I would think this would be mid to high 70s at the least. People have only been able to play, I think, the first, like, five hours max. Um, but everyone who's played, like, ex- extended parts of the game have come back saying it's awesome. And it's the Harry Potter game everyone's been waiting for all this time. Um, I'm not a gigantic Harry Potter fan, so my anticipation for it isn't all that great relative to a lot of other people. I think um, we'll also get dinged for the fact that it's related to J.K. Rowling, who mm-hmm. has proven to be a giant, worthless The whole cultural sort part of it, because yeah. that is a big part of the game's press, let's be honest. And that is why, again, why I would never have picked this, because I don't want that shit on my team. Um, I can totally understand that perspective, but I'm cutthroat, and I just want to win, so yeah. there it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't need this. I don't need this transphobic garbage to, to win. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's not. I mean, I think you can be a trans student. But the other thing about the game is in the the plot is that the goblins, who are a Jewish equivalent, who are the bankers. Hmm. Uh, is that true? Yeah. That, they, they are very <laughs> much. I mean, that's, that's traditional with goblins in general. Like J.K. Rowling didn't invent that. That is just like a tr- like part of the the lore of the English speaking world. Um, the uh, the goblins like start a revolution against the wizards and start kidnapping children for their blood which is literally designed like the blood libel protocols of zion conspiracy and like you are trying to put them down you're trying to put down a revolution oh wow because harry potter is entirely about maintaining and preserving the status quo Hmm. because when you think about it um all the systems in that world are horrible. Like, like, if you get in prison, you get thrown in another dimension where a bunch of like ring wraiths drain your soul and right. torture you. Yeah, like all the, it's all all this shit's horrible. And like the, the in, in almost any other story, the the goal would be to tear those systems down and replace them with something more just. But in Harry Potter, it's just you take down the people who run them, and, and then Harry Potter becomes a cop, and Hermione starts working for the same department that got her brother-in-law killed. No right. So, and the, so the lesson seems to be, oh, the systems are great, even though it includes soul torture and chattel slavery. We just need better people running them, which is, when you think about it, maybe shouldn't have shocked anyone she turned out to be a Tory, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I don't want Hogwarts Legacy in my team. <laughs> Jerry Boulay brings up a good point. Suicide Squad versus Hogwarts Legacy, which game will be worse? <laughs> I... That's- I mean, I mean. Look, personally, <laughs> personally, from a just play a game what I'm, perspective, I am more interested in playing Hogwarts Legacy yeah. because the idea of a simulated wizard school is a more, interesting, world more interesting idea to me than Borderlands with capes. Yeah, I agree. I would probably pick um, Hogwarts over that, but who knows? We'll see how it all shakes out. You just don't know until the critics get their hands on these games. Yeah, very, very. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there is a very real chance Hogwarts scores better than Suicide Squad. Yeah. But again, I think all these games we're talking about now are all 8 to 8.9 or whatever. They certainly have the potential to be. Right. Figured out which one. None of them are clear losers. Yeah. Put it that way. Or clear winners. No, no. Well, there's a reason they weren't higher. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, it's true. So there you go. My eighth pick, Hogwarts Legacy. Down to our last two picks of the main draft. Matt, what's your number nine pick? Um, Number nine pick is Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2. I was surprised by this pick. Space Marines! The trailer that we're about to show you, by the way. The trailer looks awesome. Is awesome. I think this game's going to be really good. And Space Marine 1 did pretty well. It did pretty good. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit of an also-ran, but it was kind of building on the Gears sort of style stuff. But it was fun. This game is next-gen um, only, and you can yeah, tell. And it looks it. It really and does. And I, yep. I think this one's going to surprise people. 
Uh, I did pick it late because, you know, we're not super sure about it, and it may not even make it this year. Who knows? Seems, I think it's pretty safe. It's supposed safe. to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be, but I don't know. But I put this late because I figured you wouldn't touch it, and I think it might surprise people, and at the very least, I think it's going to get like a 75 at worst. This draft got really hard for me, these last, like, two we picks. We really kind of ran out of games near the end, I think. I was sitting there for a long time, like, really thinking about like you'll, you'll see my alternates are literally just these are coming out yeah like that, that's <laughs> i know i'm gonna get a yes, score for there this will game. be a score for this game <laughs> this game will be reviewed like i did the same thing because i i made i think i made more risky picks than you throughout the draft as well yes, I think so i was true. a little more on guard to that stuff i was like okay i gotta make sure like i ended up with babylon's falls an alternate last year it got like a five <laughs> i think i played it a little bit too safe last year um, so yeah, I, these last couple picks, it starts to get hard. And then the alternates, I was just like, dude, I know this is coming out done. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My next pick is a game we talked about in December and we talked about it in last week's show a little bit. And that game is for spoken at open world action RPG coming from square Enix, set in this weird universe where this girl from Brooklyn is sucked into this alternate reality where she's trying to save it. Isakai. It, Isakai. It's a crazy concept, at least to it's Western a, audiences. Yeah, well, not so. I mean, it's Wizard of Oz, isn't Isakai? Yeah, like, it really it, is. It yeah. does happen more often. Narnia. It, mm. it happens more often than you think. Yeah. Um, but, like, now this looks like an interesting spin on I I just don't know how this is going to re- review. I think it's going to really, get, like, a 7.2 or something. Maybe. Like, I, I, after that demo, I just can't get a read. Yeah. I really don't know. It seemed like most people were like us. Like, they liked parts of it, didn't like other parts mm-hmm. of it. Um, and part of me, I mean, I am expecting to like it better in its full game form as opposed to just being dropped in the middle of yeah. whatever. But I'll, I just don't know. I, I don't, I'm not confident. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but, like... I just don't know. I started. I started getting conservative actually before even my alternates. Like this was my, this pick and the next one are also conservative. Like yeah, yeah, these games are coming out because I may I couldn't take a chance. Oh, you think the next one's conservative? Yeah. No. no. Oh no, it's not. No, No. this was that was my one dice roll actually. The next game is my dice roll. Yeah. And so this was conservative in my two alternates. In my tenth pick, I was like, all right, I'm going to swing for the fences with one of these and see what happens. Um, but I got really conservative here, and then my two alternates to cover my butt just in case. Um, I liked the demo more than you did, mm-hmm. um, and I had, did have fun with it, but I also have some issues with it as well. Yeah, like, I, I just feel like it's going to break one way or the other. I, think it's gonna, I feel like the reviews on this are going to be really divided. I'll just say that I picked it knowing it's probably going to get a seven, roughly. Um, and if it gets higher than that, then that's a bonus to me. But that's kind of where I was when I picked it. And I was struggling to find other games that I knew for sure were going were to get a 7. I didn't want to go, like, the Madden NFL 24 route or the NBA 2K 24 NBA route. NBA 2K isn't even that reliable anymore. Yeah. Like, there's certain things that I do. You're right. It's not that reliable anymore. But there's certain things that I do in these drafts that are almost kind of, like, honor like I thought about drafting like um, the Dead Space remake, but I was like, it's just yeah, the same it game. Feel, that didn't feel. It didn't feel right. It I was feel, like, it's not like a Resident Evil Four remake where they're right. clearly changing a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's gonna it didn't be a, feel it's right be to a me. Fairly different game. And you know what? If you had picked it, I'd have been like, okay, that's fine. But I wasn't gonna. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pick it. It doesn't feel right to do it within the spirit of the game that Matt and I play. So I didn't. So I do. My, I do allow my conscience sometimes to come into play when I'm picking these games. Um, but yeah, I honestly, I just, it, I struggled to find other games that I thought for sure would score at least like a seven in my alter, my ultimate most conservative pick, which was my nine hole slot. Okay, Matt, 
We're getting down to it. Your last pick of your base draft last in the 2023 the draft. likely to actually come out, Stalker 2. Stalker 2. This is your shot at the, in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, I'd like to have this if it comes out, but I don't think it will, so I'm okay with it. I did the same thing with my 10 spot. That was the last two. I mean, Space Marine 2 and Stalker 2 are both my, like, these are the ones I think might not make it, but I think I'd like to have them if they do. Well, I also feel that your draft is... You were a lot more conservative than I was. Yes. And so you had some leeway to do something like this more than I did, although I ended up doing the same thing with my 10th pick, which may end up being a huge mistake at the end of it all. Um, but look, if this comes out and it makes it out in time, getting, I mean, this game will probably get it easily an eight point something or other. I hope so. In the 10th slot, that's a good pick. I mean, that's how you win, honestly. You get picks like that in the later rounds. So I think it's a great spot there for Stalker 2. I also liked that you just picked it just for the idea of it, just kind of rooting for the studio and the guys um, that are a part of making this game and are going through things that we can't even really comprehend, let's be honest. So um, I liked that you made this pick for a bunch of reasons. Um, and I kind of regretted that I hadn't made the pick. Because I really do want to support this studio in any way I can. Even if it's just in some frivolous little fantasy league that we do every year. Um, I just, I'm really just rooting for these guys to make something really special out of this game. So hopefully that ends up being the case. Um, but regardless, I like the motivation behind your pick here, man. Um, I like that you decided to go that route. Uh, okay, and so for my last pick of the Sifted 2023 Video Game Fantasy Draft... Again, I went out on a limb here. Little risky. I picked Armor Core 6. From Software's next game. Chance in hell that it, comes out this year. You don't think? No. Really? No. So you think this is another case where they put the 2023 in the trailer and they're just like, no? I'm not going to argue if it does make it because I do want to play it very badly. But yeah. I do not believe this comes out this year. So it is. They do have 2023 in the trailer, but mm -hmm. that has meant nothing in the past. No. So no. many games I have drafted that had the date in the trailer, they just meant nothing. So, I mean, I'm not even really saying that. I just, all I know is that this is from a completely different team, and Armor Core 6 is, or Armor Core 5 is ancient. So they've had literally like 10 years to make this game at least. Mm -hmm. um, so that gives me some confidence. The fact that it says they say it's coming out in 23 gives me a little more confidence, but not that much. But again, this was me swinging for the fences. I knew that with my alternates, I was going to go ultra conservative. I was like, I have one slot here to kind of swing for the fences. I mean, what do you think this game ends up scoring? I don't really know. I think it depends how ready reviewers are for it to be what it is. Because See, that is moment right there where it says from software on the screen... That, to me, is the most important part. It's not a, soul, it's not a Souls game. <laughs> I know. I don't it's, think it matters, you know, though. Mm, They're going to put all the, the From Software fanboys on this game to review it. Because this game is also going to be hard as balls. Will, but also, I have played all the Armored Cores. And They're not no amount of Dark From Souls. Software fanboyism <laughs> is going to save you from having to play this. Yeah. Because these games, some of them are not. It varies game to game. But most of these games are hard as balls yeah i know and if you aren't ready for that shit and i mean but they are not, gonna be ready it's not but it's but they aren't because this is not the same kind of hard as dark souls yeah this is not about reflexes in the same way and, and combat in the same way this is builds about, this is building mm -hmm. this is rebuilding your mech building your mech and there are times in some of the old armored core games where you can get stuck and just fail like the original armored core 
expected you to die yeah. permanently. Yeah. And like when you died enough and ran out of money and couldn't afford to fix your mech anymore, you got kidnapped and turned into a human plus. That's right. And that gave you like an extra ability. And you that could happen like 10 times. Yeah. And by the time you're at ten, 10th time, I think you got basically like unlimited energy. Yeah. Like it's like here. <laughs> like here, just beat the game. So you want to talk about easy modes in a From game? That's what From Software's old easy mode was for Armored Core, was you die you enough, fail enough, we basically give you a, a ridiculous bonus ability and we'll see if you can fucking hack it now, loser. Like that was basically what they did. Yeah. Um, Has From ever delayed a game? Oh yeah, Elden Ring was it delayed? was pushed a little bit. They I, they were very cagey about when. I couldn't they, remember if it was, but I know I don't think Dark Souls has ever been delayed. I can't remember Dark Souls being delayed. I think Sekiro might have slipped a bit, but not much. I their track record's pretty good. We'll once see. they announce a date. But again, this was me swinging for the fences in my ten spot. I'm going like, to be very interested to see how ready people are, for, especially the from the from not fan even boys. from fanboys, the Souls fanboys. Yeah, because from was this before it was Souls. Yeah, um, they. I think they think they're from software fanboys, they do. and they think they, they think like <laughs> I think they're expecting this to be no more different. Some people are expecting yeah. this to be no more different from Souls than Sekiro was. Yeah, and they are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Even from is saying like we are not soulsifying this. Yeah, this yeah. is an armored core. They've been game. on the record. Yep. So we'll see. It, armored also like look, I love armored core because the mech thing. But some of those, some of those games suck. Suck. Yeah. Armored core. 5, I don't like armored core. Armored core five blows. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. Like armored. It core doesn't 5 matter is what I like though. And a couple of them are. A couple of them are just like arena games. But sometimes they just want you to. The building the mechs is the whole center of the game, and the combat really doesn't matter. And I find those tedious. I don't think from software will release a crap game anymore. I don't think they will. No, but they will. They are also not. They afraid used to. Of, they're but not I don't afraid think they of releasing anymore. a game that's not for everybody. And Armored Core is definitely not for everybody. That's true. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, it's I'm, exciting. I like having it there. We'll see I'm how it goes. Very interested what the reviews will be for this, but yeah. I don't think it's coming this year. We'll see. I think it's going to slip to like March or February. Okay. Now it's time to get to our alternates. We both have two alternates, and again, how this works is if we have a game that we've picked that gets delayed out of the year, and these games will slide in. Now, the order matters. So the first alternate, if a game gets a zero because it didn't come out this year, the first alternate is the one that slides in there. We can't pick which alternates we want to slide in. So the order still matters. So first alternate, first one into replace. Second alternate, second one into replace. So the order still matters with these. Both of us went conservative. What was your first alternate, Matt? Company of Heroes 3. Yeah. That's conservative, but a good conservative. Definitely coming out. Yeah, for Next sure. Next month, I think. Yeah, very soon. Yeah. And this game, wasn't it supposed to come out last year, too, I believe? It was, yeah. And the beta did, but I don't think mm -hmm. the, the final game did. Yeah. Um, I do like these games, uh, but also, like, Company Heroes 2 was received rather underwhelmingly. It was a little incomplete. They tried to kind of... Sega tried to put it out as kind of a almost like expandable game. It's almost like what what they did what EA did with Battlefield for a while. They're like, oh, you can buy new modules to add to the campaign, and like it didn't really work. But it still got an eighty. Yeah, you know, I and remember the first one. The first one was a sensation. First one was a huge deal. People yeah. lost their minds over the so, first and the one. New one. The new one is uh, centered in Africa, so it's doing a very different like theater of war. So mm -hmm. I think that'll be pretty, and it looks amazing visually. Yeah, holy um, crap, dude! This is an RTS. Yeah, look at those visuals when they zoom in. It's crazy. So it look, and it does have like you know pause tactical stuff. Dude, within. this is gonna put your new rig to the test. This game yeah, will. Yeah, it will. Guarantee. This, this it. was on my. This Baldur's Gate three and uh, Starfield were on my mind for the new for the new. Yeah. PC. For sure. for sure so i think this is a this is a very um safe definitely going to exist uh will not get any less than a 75 yep kind of pick so yep. i was it's just looking for one. something that already had a release date and here it was yep 
I think that's a good pick there. And my pick for my first alternate is Like a Dragon, Ishin. Mm-hmm. New kind of spin on the Yakuza franchise. Well, old because well, this a, is from 2014. Yeah, this is a very old game that's now being completely remade, remade. to because it never came here. Right. Yeah. Um. This is, I think it's the only main main line, not main line. It's a side story, but it's the only uh, major game in the series that never came to the West. Yep. So they're bringing the, which is great. I was. This is when I have the Japanese version of this. Uh, on. When he went to Tokyo for the Tokyo Game Show, Albert Iskender brought me back a copy mm-hmm. of uh, of this on the PS3, which I played but couldn't get because it's very text heavy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it was It'd not be hard to play this it. in Japanese. So I'm, yep. I'm looking forward to that. I'm glad to have that that Japanese import version to kind of complete my collection. But like, I am very happy this is finally coming and getting localized. The last like a dragon ended up doing like an eight point something. Mm-hmm. These are very reliable they're safe reliable this release date is early in the year so i just played it completely safe i'm like can i find a game that i think might get an eight that i know is going to come out here it is <laughs> like a dragon Ishin. um yeah not much else to say about that one what's uh what's your final alternate matt octopath traveler 2 this might have been your best pick of the draft i've like punch myself in the head i'm like why <laughs> didn't i draft this because the first octopath traveler is like an 83 or something yeah, like that and this is almost certainly going to be a better game it it because it can solve problems very right. easily that the first game had with very little effort um yeah i think this is a great pick it probably should have been your first alternate maybe maybe but i think i'm gonna need both of them so <laughs> we probably both matter. will need both of them uh, i was disappointed in myself when you picked this because i kind of like earmarked this for later in the draft and it's like once i start looking through games and looking through all these different like web pages and all these notes that i have and stuff sometimes things like that get lost and that's exactly what happened to octopath traveler 2 i really regretted not being able to pick it i would have picked it for like my even maybe like my ninth spot instead of mm. forespoken honestly like i have a better yeah, feeling it probably will do better than force yeah i really think it will so i've screwed up that was my one of my bigger mistakes in the draft and as soon as you picked it i was like ah that was so dumb that i let it slide through but people make mistakes and i made a mistake in this draft and that was one of them so yeah great pick there um i hope you don't have to get to it i hope all our games for once like both of us have like all our games come out yeah, but i also hope that <laughs> but... we don't end up in a situation where the alternates you don't get to use have better scores than the things that stayed <laughs> has that ever happened before i don't think so i don't think for me it has i can't remember for you though i don't know where my all the all i know last year my alternates did terrible they <laughs> just got awful mm. i got a four for one of my alternates so they can't get much for, worse uh, than that. for next year we should do a episode when we come that we where we analyze all nine previous years oh yeah before we do the 10th yeah pick well maybe for next year it'd be great because it'll be like the 10th year right the 10th anniversary or something right. we so can we look back on it ones look and at all the records and everything that'd be yeah. fun and i have all that information still obviously i know so. you do yep so <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so now we've come to the final pick of the sifted 2023 video game fantasy draft and that is mr irrelevant the irrelevant game is dead island 2 yeah, I don't know if this is going to do as well as the 49ers. This should have this should have also been on the prior topic on Game Face, games that were announced way too early. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> this game was announced way too early. It's gone through, what, three developers yeah, now? Yeah, that was, I mean, there was, that a lot right? of, there was a lot of corporate problems that did not necessarily relate to the game itself. But yeah, yeah it's been 
Man, I, I was doing pre-release marketing stuff work on this back in 2014. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> I was I was playing an early alpha build of this game when I heard that Robin Williams died. That's how long ago <laughs> that was. Now, the thing is, is the studio that's making this now started over from scratch in early 2019. So, you know, all that old code is gone. It's a brand new game. It was built as if it was just, you know, built to be released in 2023. Um, there have been a rash of previews for this game, and they're all like glowing. I couldn't believe it. Like I, started, I had this on my on my list, and I was thinking about it, and I just felt like I didn't know enough about it. Every single preview, like the last line was like, "I can't believe how good this game is," or "This game is way better than it has any business being." And I was like, "Dude, for an alternate, it has just release dates in like May or something." Yeah, like, yeah. it's the definitely only, gonna make. If it. I was more sure of the release date, one of my alternates probably would have been Pikmin Four. I thought about it many but. times. But it's like I don't trust that little. I don't either, because it's supposedly been done for like the last three years. I'm like, there's no way I'm picking it. I thought about it too, because every Pikmin game is scored pretty high as well. Um, particularly as we got towards the end of the draft, I'm like, man, that Pikmin Four is looking pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. But don't do it, Shane. Don't do it. And I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, I didn't leave out Horizon Call of the Mountain. Yeah. Believe you me. Yeah. So Kevin Rafa says games you left out: Horizon Call of the Mountain, Atomic Heart. Okay, Atomic Heart was my second alternate until I started reading about Dead Island 2. Atomic Heart looks awesome, dude. But Atomic Heart looks cool. It really does. But what kept me from picking it is the publisher and the developer. It is mm-hmm. coming from like 505 Games or whatever. Um, it's very rare that games, like I've been fooled by games like that before, where I'm like, oh, this looks awesome. You watch the trailers and it's like, They've cut together the best like 90 seconds of the whole game into that trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. So once I figured out the publisher and the developer, I got cold feet basically. But that game does look awesome. Like it again, I had it as my final alternate. I slid in Dead Island 2 after reading like three previews of it where people were like, hey, this is actually kind of awesome. Um, and a, like a lot of the previews for Atomic Heart, people would gush over it. But then at the end, when they would list their caveats, there would be like 10 caveats. And I was like, oh, that seems like a lot. So I hear you. Atomic Heart definitely should be in the mix for a draft like this, where we're only picking 24 games ultimately. Um, It should be in the top 24 under your consideration. But for you guys in the Sifted Fantasy Challenge, you only need 10 games. So probably not relevant for that. I'm not telling you you shouldn't draft it. But you probably shouldn't draft it <laughs> in the challenge anyway. Another thing of note, by the way, the Sifted Fantasy Challenge, Matt and I, we do not, we compete, like we do entries in it, but we can't win. We just do it for fun. So um, we make sure that one of you guys end up winning the Sifted Fantasy Challenge. And again, don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, down below, there's a link to go to the Sifted Fantasy Challenge. Again, if you're a patron, you win two games for winning it. If you're not a patron, you win one game. And you have to be a registered user of Sifted before you can enter. That's all you need to do. Just make sure that you're a user on Sifted and then go to the link down below. And if you're a patron, um, we'll include that link below this episode. There will also be promotion for it all over Sifted.net. You can't miss it if you're a regular on the site. Um, okay, now is the moment where you guys get to and tell actually, us uh, who pa- has the better team. Pacreus Pacreus makes a point that did partially stop me from picking Atomic Heart, which is it's a Russian team, and they've gotten in trouble. I don't think this is fair, but they've gotten in trouble recently because they will not denounce the war in Ukraine. Hmm. And people are like, why won't you say anything? And they're like, we are against all kinds of violence. All violence. And, so. 
And like people are like, oh, they won't take a stand. I'm like, yeah, because if they say anything, their fucking families will disappear. Yeah. Like you can't ding them I for not wanting to, to risk their lives for telling some rando on Twitter that they think it's bad that you. Obviously, I mean, you can't talk in a regime like that. No, I'll be honest. People fall out of windows in that fucking country. I know. I'll I'll be or fall downstairs or whatever. I'll be honest though. Like I don't want to send a dollar to Russia. No. So I feel bad for those guys. They may or may not believe in what Russia is doing, but the bottom line is, I don't want to send a penny to yeah, anybody well, in Russia. Well, luckily, it's on Game Pass, so. right? So we don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Still supporting it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll chat. Let us know who you think has the better team. I'm interested to see what you guys think. But that might become a factor in the reviews. Yeah. How do you How do you feel, Matt? You said earlier that you thought you're going to win. Yeah, I'm fairly feel fairly good. Looking about at the that. screen here, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be close. Maybe. I think you've got some real risky picks on there. Yeah, I may end up with a game short again. In a bad, uh, you know, in a bad situation, you lose Baldur's Gate 3, Hollow Knight, and Armored Core 6. And maybe Assassin's Creed Mirage. Maybe Assassin's Creed Mirage. <laughs> and, if, and if it's the worst year ever, Starfield. Yeah. I will be very upset. That would really suck. <laughs> I will say this. My team is definitely riskier, for sure. Yeah, I will. I could lose uh, Space Marine and Stalker, too. And outside chance of Forza Motorsport. And outside chance of Spider-Man 2. No. But Insomniac. I wouldn't worry about through. Spider-Man 2 at all. I'm not worried about Spider-Man 2. They never delay games. They deliver. That's what Insomniac does. But I'm pretty sure that I will not have a zero on that list in the end. No, you're going to have a full team, ultimately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need. That is. Sometimes all you need is the 10 games. That's absolutely accurate. Um, let's see what you guys are saying about what you think. Um, oh, they're saying the Atomic Heart developer is located in Cyprus. There's in Cyprus, but there's, there's a Russian connection there. Okay. I think they moved a few years ago. Okay. Uh, a Mega Drive guy. Thank you for Twitch Prime. That's awesome. Norx Nessie. Thank you for Twitch Prime. Uh, uh, Mr. Starwalker, what is the last day to submit the game for the challenge? I'm glad you brought that up. It's a week from today. So we'll be back next Tuesday, obviously, for Game Face. Um, and then by the end of that day, and I'll remind you again on Game Face next week that, hey, today's the last day, but next Tuesday is the cutoff. Um, and honestly, it any games that were releasing in January are out of the list. That was one of the things that I stipulated um, with the game list is that any games releasing in January could not be included because you guys need this whole week for your to get your entries in. I mean, by then we'll be at the end of January anyway. So yeah, it's next Tuesday, end of day, like midnight Pacific or whatever next Tuesday. That's when it all closes down. So you guys have a week to get your entries in. Congrim is surprised Ayudin Chronicles didn't get drafted. Um... I backed that game on on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. but I've also backed games on Kickstarter, and I know that there is no you, you, you don't trust that until it's in your hands. So I do not have any confidence in that game coming out this year. Yep, I bet it will be good, but um, I certainly liked the weird little action RPG like prequel thing they just made. I didn't expect that, but okay, yeah, no, from last year. But uh, yeah, I don't trust that. Lies of P is mentioned in there. Lies of P, we don't even know what the hell that is going to be in terms of release windows. And, it's a Pinocchio um, Souls like. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, a crazy game. But like, it's it, mm, mm. yeah. And there was another one. Somebody, oh, uh, Sea of Stars, which yeah, does people look, have been mentioning that. It does yeah. look interesting, but I don't know how that's going to get reviewed. Yep. Um, someone, I think Mr. Starwalker thinks that uh, Like a Dragon Ishin should have been on my main list. Interesting. 
Congrim jumped the gun. Surprise no Octopath. Mm-hmm. No Tekken 8, though. I don't know if that's coming out this year. I wasn't yeah, I confident know. in it. Yeah, I don't. I, I honestly didn't think of it. I didn't think it was coming because I don't. I don't know if it's this year. Um, let's see. Uh, um, Pharaoh doll. Shane has the receipts. Not sure what that means for the previous um, drafts. Oh, but that was from when we were talking about gotcha, going gotcha. back over the last gotcha. nine years. Ashes in the hourglass. Uh, had happy that none of us picked Pikmin four. Um, Emperor Dread. I'll put one hundred dollars on Matt to win. Um, Congrim won. Chain has good picks, but still dicey on release, in my opinion. Agreed. Someone in there said that, like, I have stronger overall picks, but your picks have a, a higher ceiling if yeah. everything goes really well They could score you. higher. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. Uh, Cinetype, Matt has Suicide Squad and Stalker 2. Risky stuff, I feel. I mean, those are his... Well, I don't Stalker think Suicide two, Squad's Stalker 2 is risky because it might not come, come out. out. Yeah. Suicide Squad's risky because it might ta- Suck. Get, get, <laughs> get panned. Yeah. Um, El Guapo, biggest omission is Sea of Stars. Okay, I can. Suicide Squad's that. riskier because if the bad thing happens to Stalker, it drops off the list and gets replaced. Suicide Squad stays. Mm. I'm stuck with whatever Suicide Squad gets reviewed for. Yeah. Um, Congrim. Regardless of if a few get delayed, this year is looking great and stacked. Yeah, absolutely. It's That's a, what's most important. Yeah, they're, both, they're both definitely more exciting lists in yeah. terms of what we're going to play than last year's. The other thing too that's great about doing these drafts and you know doing them on video, so you guys can watch the archive, is this is a really great preview of 2023. This really shows you like what are the big games you should keep your eye on, what games you should follow on Sifted throughout the year, that kind of stuff. Uh, what else we got here? Um, better fantasy draft. Mark Cuban. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> uh, Cino 51. I feel like Shane's team is high risk, high reward. Yep. Uh, Emperor Dread. Confident Matt will win. Texture glitch. Hashtag team Luna. Not sure what that means. They like the cat. Oh, okay. Oh, because there's that other game we were talking about. Come here. Yeah, she should have entered this year. Um, Kevin Rafa. I think Matt will win. Cinetite, Shane feels like Shane is riskier to me, though Matt has Suicide Squad and Motorsport. Um, Grimshaw Rocks, I may just pick the same as you in that order. <laughs> okay. Uh, Norks Nessie, I think Matt's picks are a bit stronger. Um, great stream, round of applause. Shane have better top five besides Zelda. Matt is better overall, I think. Okay. Um... What else? I think that's it. Pharaoh Doll, thank you for gifting tier one subs to our users. To not Cirque, actually. Um, Kevin Rafa, what about the Bayonetta game? LOL. Exactly. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for that one. Uh, so there you go. That's the Sifted video game fantasy LOL, draft. LOL, leave off list. <laughs> leave off list. <laughs> that's the Sifted video game fantasy draft for 2023. Again, our ninth year, the OG video game fantasy draft. We did it first, and we will keep on doing it. Again, a reminder... Make sure you go and submit your entry for the Sifted Fantasy Challenge. If you're on YouTube, down below there's a link to it. You need to register as Sifted before you do your entries. If you're a sifter, if you're a patron, you're already registered on Sifted. Just go to the link. You can find it all over Sifted.net's homepage with links to where you go to enter. So good luck to all you guys. Have fun. Take your time. Think about it um, because obviously prizes are on the line. Anything you want to add before we go, Matt? I don't think so. Yep. Okay, well, thanks to everybody who stayed on the stream today. It actually ended up being not too much longer than our normal stream, but we appreciate it. I hope that what we did today helps you guys in your drafts, and best of luck. We'll see you guys next Tuesday for Game Face. Adios, amigos. Adios.